Hi everyone and welcome to my seventh phrasal verb lesson. So as always, I will bring you three new phrasal verbs and you have to practice, practice, practice them. So phrasal verbs are really, really important because native speakers use them so often. We use them every single day. We probably use them in every conversation. We use them so often that we don't even realize that we're using them. They're just like regular basic vocabulary for us. So if you want to speak like a native speaker, you have to know your phrasal verbs. Okay, so I always encourage you to practice these. I think you should take these three phrasal verbs and practice them every single day this week. That way they become a part of your vocabulary and it becomes very easy for you to use them. You're very familiar with them and you understand not just their definition, but how to actually use them because that's what's really important. So a couple ways you can do this. I know I go over this every single lesson. So if you've already seen the first six, I'll go over this really quickly. First thing you can do is use them in a conversation. So whether you are living in an English speaking country and you're just talking to somebody on the street, whether you're talking to a friend or family member who's learning English as well, you can use these in a conversation. You can also use them with an English partner. So, so if you have an English class or you're taking English classes, your classmates can be your English partner. Uh, you can go online and you can find English partners. It's so easy. There are so many people all over the world who are looking for English speaking partners. So it's very easy to find one and use these phrasal verbs with them. You can also write them down in a sentence so you have no excuse. You can't say, I don't have anyone to talk to. It doesn't matter. You can write them down in a sentence. And that's actually a really great thing to do because that way you won't just be studying their definition, which is actually kind of useless to you, but you'll actually be using them and figuring out how these phrasal verbs are used. And you can actually say them in a conversation. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. So write them down in a sentence. Finally, you can just Google them. If you don't have Google in your country, then you can type the phrasal verb into your search engine and you can see how other people use this phrasal verb. It's a great way for you to get a better understanding of how these phrases are actually used. All right, so let's get to it. Let's get to this week's phrasal verbs. So we have cut back, dial back, draw back. Those are all one, they mean the same thing. Keep at it and been around. All right, so cut back, dial back, draw back. Those three things mean to reduce something. And you, we're usually talking about something that's tangible. So when it's tangible, that means you can touch it, you can feel it, basically a noun. So when we're talking about cutting back, we're usually talking about a noun. And so this phrase is very commonly used in certain circumstances. One of those circumstances is when we're talking about cutting back a workforce, which would just mean reducing or lowering the number of people that work for a company. So for example, if there's a company and they're going through some financial difficulties, they're going to start cutting back or dialing back on some of their expenses. They might start with little small expenses at first, and then if the problems continue, they'll get to the big expense, which is the workforce. So on occasion, you'll hear on the news that 
a company is cutting back its workforce. This set of phrasal verbs are also used when we're talking about cutting back spending or dialing back spending. So that just means lowering or reducing the amount of money that's being spent. So maybe in a household, the family is trying to save money, so they might dial back on some of their expenses. Maybe they dial back on how often they go out to eat at restaurants so they can save a little bit of money. And you can really just use these terms on anything that you want to reduce. All right, so some example sentences. I want to cut back on the amount of unhealthy food that I eat. I think that's pretty common. All right, next phrasal verb is keep at it. So keep at it refers to being persistent or not giving up on something. So when you keep at it, you continue. Even if it gets difficult, you continue, you keep at it. So I also just wanna point out the pronunciation. So keep at it is three words, keep at it. You have to say all three words. Now when native speakers say it, keep at it, it might sound to you like it's only two words. It is not. At, it are two separate words. We just say them really fast because our mouth is used to saying at it. But we still say both words. So it's just really, really important that when you're pronouncing this word that you, or this phrase, you know that you're saying three separate words, keep at it. Otherwise, native speakers probably won't know what you're saying. So you just wanna make sure that you're pronouncing that clearly. Okay, so anyway, keep at it. Here's an example sentence. It may be late, but I'm going to keep at it. I'm hoping to finish tonight. So it may be late, but I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna persevere. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep at it. Another sentence. Because we kept at it, we were able to finish the product. All right. Our last and final phrasal verb for today has been around. And it means that someone or a group of people have experienced something already. So this is at least the second time that someone or something is having this same experience. So for example, here's our sentence. He's been around, so I feel comfortable with him running the group. That basically just means he's done it before, so I feel comfortable with him running the group. So in this instance, it's all about experience. And when we talk about been around, it means that someone has had this experience before. Now it can also refer to location. For example, I've been around here before. So I've had the experience of being in this location before. All right, well, that is it. Those are our phrasal verbs for this week. If you enjoyed this, then please either like this podcast or follow me. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.